wake up, but, sheeple. But but who's <laughs> who's leading who? Sheeple. Who's leading? <laughs> yeah. So I think you should see what Q has to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 170 of the Erasable Podcast. I'm Andy Welfley, here on hosting duty, with my most favorite, extremely desirable pencils, Tim Wassum and Johnny Gamber. Hey, guys. Hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. So if you recall from the last episode, flashback, in Tim's Fresh Points, he challenged us. He was like, hey, just completely randomly out of curiosity, what are your least favorite pencils? <laughs> and so we uh, we were told him told him what those are mine is a big extra fun johnny's is, is a tombow 2558 and then he was like so yeah so here's the challenge you have to use that pencil for a week and report back so so here we are <laughs> two weeks later we are reporting back yeah, with our least favorite pencils yeah <laughs> uh, so you uh, and your ideas yeah, you and your, your big you, ideas. You and your harebrained ideas. Yeah. <laughs> just a, Sorry. I'm just a small town pencil lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so before we before we dig into that, let's check in um, with our tools in the trades. I definitely want to hear about this extremely <laughs> sus sounding podcast that Tim is listening to. Oh, dude. Okay, so podcast that i learned about from a, a friend of mine mm-hmm. came over we had a fire out back the title of the podcast is it's called dungeons and daddies a non-bdsm yes. podcast <laughs> and, i assume it's about about parents who play dungeons and dragons with their kids it, no well you're on the right track but it is oh. so it is it is a a dungeons and dragons podcast which i for what it's worth, have never played Dungeons and Dragons, and I've never listened to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. But this is done. It was recommended for me because I like that "Hello from the Magic Tavern," which I've told we've talked about before. Yeah, but uh, how so about the concept, you, well, you, you didn't say? Do you, what about BDSM podcasts? Are you into those? No, no, not yet, not yet. So if you have okay, any recommendations, okay. hit me up on Twitter. I no, do. No, please don't. We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> yeah. This is a so it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but the premise. So it's like I think there's like 65 episodes, and it's still going. And I'm only on episode nine, I think, something like that. And so the the premise is that there are four players, three men, one woman, who are playing this game together with their dungeon master, who they call the, the Daddy Master. She's <laughs> <laughs> the, no. the guy who's designing the game. So the premise is that all these characters are playing dads whose kids are on the same soccer team. Uh-huh. And what happens is on the way to the game, they're carpooling together in this big minivan. They get like basically a tornado or some kind of big, you know, cyclone starts and pulls them up into the sky. They end up in another universe, like in another like forgotten realm and their kids are missing. And so these the four dads have to find their kids. It's the one of the funniest things I've listened to in a very, 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 very long time. <laughs> so there's they, they play these four characters. One's a barbarian whose name is Daryl Wilson. Who's like a like stay at home sports dad? And one's one guy is like a former rock star who plays in this cover band, and his name is Glenn Close. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like Henry, who's this granola munching dad, and then the other one is his name's Ron Stampler, and he's this like emotionally detached stepfather. And so they have to go through this like magical world and try to <laughs> try to rescue their kids, but it's played just like Dungeons and Dragons with the same dice and the the dungeon master guy is like leading the game and telling them what they find. And it is the best thing I've discovered in a very long time. So <laughs> I 
highly recommend it. It is, uh, if you listen to podcasts with your kids, do not listen to this podcast with your kids, you know, or teenagers, I don't know, whatever, but it is, it's hilarious. These guys are awesome. They, they have another podcast that I just found out about through this one. That's called story break in which they, they take some concept that they want to try to write a movie about. And they'll do like an hour, hour and a half episode where they'll be like, let's do a movie about like, how could we do a movie about why did the chicken cross the road? Like that joke. Can we do like a whole movie about that? And then they just kind of riff on it and come up with a whole plot line for these crazy concepts. For me. And some of them are based on like video games where they'll be like, what if we did a Zelda video game? What would that or a Zelda movie? What would that be like? But they're super talented. They're, they're writers, improv people. So it's like an improv, basically an improv comedy podcast. But I love it so much. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> when I listen, it's like kind of it's my happy place right now, like for sure. How, how many episodes are there? There's like 60, 65, something like that oh, nice. right now. And yeah, I'm, nice I'm back, on like backfill. Oh, for sure. And I'm on episode, I think seven or eight, something like that. And they're hour, hour and a half each. So yeah, very wow. enjoyable. Highly yeah. recommend. The other thing I'm reading, I was feeling like I was missing something that I hadn't done in long, a long time. And it was read Michael Shabon, who is Ooh. kind of one of my original you know, favorite authors from back when I was in high school. And I love, I'd read pretty much everything. And so I picked up one that I had started, but hadn't finished. I hadn't gotten very far into it to be, to be honest, like I hadn't well, made it very huge. far in and then it is huge, but I started reading Telegraph Avenue, awesome. which is his novel about two friends who run a record store in Oakland. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming there's other things to it, but that's all that basically is going on yeah. now. But I'm really enjoying reading his sentences because his sentences just make my jaw it's, drop. Yeah. It's, it's like a used record store, like this little used record store called Brokeland Records. And I don't know. I mean, it's great. Michael Shabon's, like I said, he's he's one. He's actually, interestingly, he's one writer that I cannot listen to his books on audio hmm. because I just need to just go as slow. I'm a slow reader in general, but like I just yeah. like to just take my time. And it's not some sort of like hippy dippy need to like savor it or whatever. It's just yeah. kind of. I just like to go slow when I read yeah. his books. So have you have you yeah. been noticing how Michael Shabon for the pandemic is just like turning into just a like a Yeti mountain man? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just he's he's just getting he, he wears those like big cowboy shirts with the big brass buttons and his hair is just like yeah, Love he's it. just going going full Yeti. Love it. He could be a character on Dungeons and Daddies for sure. <laughs> like I think I think he could be some kind of warlock in Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> he could be uh, a character in one of his own books. Oh, yeah. Well, I think he's done that a few times. <laughs> he just needs the next stage of that. Yeah, this version. Wasn't the, his last book, the main character's name was Mike, wasn't it? <laughs> and he, he was like writing about his dad. But he could be in like, he could write a fantasy novel and he could he could be the main character for yeah. sure. It looks like a wizard. Yeah. I could dig it. Yes, he does. Yeah. And then as far as music, what I've been listening to, I've been kind of recycling a lot of old stuff lately. Just kind of stuck. I did find a playlist on Spotify that was called two. One was called Mellow Classics, which is all like <laughs> basically like Jackson Brown style, like classics, <laughs> which has been very relaxing. And the other thing has been a playlist called, it's called like Beer and Wings or something, which is really weird. <laughs> But it's like black keys and stuff like that. So that's, oh. that's one, kind of my, my uppy one. Oh, there's another one called dopamine. I found, I've been listening to that one in class <laughs> with my students. So it says songs that are, it's the, the tagline is something like songs that are incredibly, very, very vibey or something like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. But that's a good one. That's good. 
And uh, let's see, writing with, I've got my, I've got a moleskin pocket notebook here that I kind of grabbed just because it was what was closest. I've been, my day-to-day life, I've been using that Rhodia hardback pocket notebook that I talked about and really enjoying that. And I am writing with my Target Up and Up, or as I am now calling the Target Up and Up Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) So that's me. How about you, Johnny? Awesome. So we just finished a series on Netflix called The Defeated. Did you guys see this? I don't think it's been out. Oh, I saw that. I have not watched it, but I, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's it's about a guy right after World War II. He's a New York cop with, and I think the actor's Canadian, so the Brooklyn accent is laid on like really thick. And he's looking for his brother, who didn't come back from the war, and also helping the German police department. And they're looking for the Engelmacher, and like it's crazy and really violent. And the lead actor was like so bad. <laughs> But it was, you know, one of those shows where like, oh, I just can't stop watching this. Oh, it's over. Sometimes you need a little bit of that in your life. We just, so we just watched a show that had that exact same, like left with that exact same feeling, but it was The Chair. Have you guys watched that? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see Did you watch yet. that? It's great. Yeah, it's, my list. it's so good. And it's six episodes and each one's like yeah. 30 minutes and then it's done. It's like, whoa, I just got started. <laughs> um, I had a show though. I love the idea that like, so I know a bunch of people like who work in English departments and Mm -hmm. I I mean, not at like a, like a fake Ivy league, like school that's been around forever, but like, they're just like cartoon characters about how sort of like high and mighty they are about. Oh, I don't read, I don't kowtow to to students like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, to like special trends. Like it's, it's, they definitely seem like kind of cartoon characters, but I, I love, I love that the daughter, like she's, I think my favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. After, yeah. After a while of real life, higher ed seemed like a bunch of cartoon characters. Yeah. I mean, maybe, (laughs) maybe some things you can, you can relate to there, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great show. And I definitely, I definitely want more. Yeah, me yeah too. that's on my list. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to oh, hijack yeah. you, Johnny, but that just yeah, like yeah. it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't talk about that, and that that reminded me of it. So, so since we're sort of talking about most unwanted pencils, I wanted to briefly mention most unwanted zine, which was a zine that was I think it was compiled from research about what everybody hates about zines. Run and it's put out by Liz from Quimby's Bookshop, and it's so freaking funny. But <laughs> what do people hate about zines? It's like random and badly put together photo essays so there's one there of like fire escapes <laughs> like the whole time of reading i'm like oh my god i'm dead this is so funny there are some i mean there are plenty of just like blogs that are also like the worst photo essays in the world like yeah. this isn't unique yeah. to zines right yeah and there was some you know bad poetry some like really obscure issue number and outlandish price like it was perfect (laughs) she she talked about it a lot in the most recent behind the scenes so if you like really funny snarky stuff definitely check both those things out and i just read a book called the magic of walking which you would think would be the perfect book i think the second edition came out in 79 or 80 so it's like super dated and it lists like you know mail order catalogs and i think there was no such thing as rei outside of Pacific Northwest, and they constantly talk about how women wear impractical shoes over and over. Hmm. And that, oh, and for running, you know, don't be a slave to fashion. You can wear some slacks. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) But the whole thing was full of like a lot of walking is awesome and people don't get it zeal. So I appreciated that. But, you know, read that thing with a red pen in your hand or something. And, but the second half was, just a collection of writings about walking 
like some Kipling, of course, Thoreau, stuff like that. That was really cool. But it was missing that Virginia Woolf essay. What's it called? Night Haunting. But yeah. So yeah, if you like walking, that was cool. There was also a really good day of 1A on NPR last week that was about walking that I should probably post a link to because I ordered the book that their professor had talked about. And now I can't remember his name. Oh, Shane O'Mara. He's Irish, believe it or not. Like, oh, my people. But uh, yeah, and I am writing with the CWPE Natural Baseball Pencil, which is, I don't know, it checks off a lot of good things after using that really horrible pencil that Tim made me use for a week. (laughs) Yeah, how about you, Andy? Yeah, I'm so jealous. I deserve that because I, <laughs> I did not get one. I I feel like I've been the last two weeks have been kind of a blur for for reasons. I was telling Tim and Johnny before the the show we're trying to trying to buy a house and it's a super intense process. And basically, I was not prepared for how much of my brain space it would take up. <laughs> so that's most of what I feel like I've been doing. But we have been we we watched a speaking of limited series on Netflix or Hulu. I don't know. One of the one of the channels. We watched a documentary series called Lula Rich. Have either of you heard about this? No. Nope. Do you do you know what Lulu Row is? Nope. Yes. Yes. It is a multi level marketing business, so a pyramid scheme about these just sort of like cheapish leggings and skirts that are usually just there's a bajillion patterns and like you like there's a lot of a lot of people who like sell them on Facebook Live and have like LuLaRoe parties. It's kind of like a, the new Tupperware or Avon or um, Amway or something. And it's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and this uh, documentary is just basically about like why that is and how that happened. And they interviewed the founders, which I just can't believe because <laughs> like I can't believe people is sort of like fundamentally dishonest as they are running their business. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, sure. We're going to sit down with you and talk to you about this. <laughs> But it's 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 very good. It kind of talks about how often they, you know, they they sort of prey on on women and stay at home moms who are trying to like find a little financial freedom and make some money on the side, and how they just sort of like just concentrate on trying to get them to like recruit more people and grow their grow their downline, like the people under them, and how like I remember it was my sisters were a little bit involved. They were. I think buying a lot of stuff, although I don't think that they did any of the, the buy-in. But yeah, really good sort of d- d- short documentary series. I think there were maybe like four episodes, but it's a good one. I also, last Friday, did something I haven't done for two years, which is go to a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. the Our our local Alamo Draft House is open and they're they're doing some pretty pretty careful just like you know social like distancing and spacing but you know you can eat and drink there and we went with some friends to see the newest marvel movie the shang chi the legend of the ten rings which is another (laughs) another character that they're introducing into the marvel universe it's it's interesting it's a part of it is based in san francisco and there's this scene where this guy who has a sword for an arm is like fighting the main character in this like kung fu sequence on a city bus <laughs> and it's on one of those buses that are like really extra long and have the sort of like accordion thing in the middle and in this one part this guy with the arm sword just sort of like cuts the bus in half <laughs> and i remember when they were like i i did not go out to like watch this happen but i remember when they were 
when they were filming it, like on the streets of San Francisco and people were posting pictures of this, like this half of a bus that was just sort of like <laughs> just barreling down the road. They had just like several city blocks like cut off or blocked off and people were filming from their apartment, putting it on Twitter. And it was quite something. So it was, it was fun to kind of like see where that went, but it's, it was, it was really good. I'm, I'm not like a big Marvel guy, but I, appreciated i'll watch them if, if they're on this one is really good and i am writing with my big extra fun i don't have a good name for it like the up and up chuck but i'll think of one. <laughs> yeah it's pretty damn good <laughs> maybe the maybe the i don't know the bit the big head extra <laughs> extra bad i don't know we'll figure it out stink <laughs> stick the big stick the stink stick the bit, yeah yeah they have no and, smell because they're plastic yeah, they're made of material that will be around after the heat death of the universe. <laughs> I yeah, I'm writing with that in my buried fig commandant. So that is that. All right, should we switch over to fresh points? Tim, yeah. I know, I know, I know one that you had in your your fresh point is timing didn't quite work work out so well. Yeah, it's all right. It'll just be next time, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk about it next uh, time. Yeah. Still waiting to hear about the field notes. Yeah, it says field notes. We, we were thinking we were going to hear today on the day of recording, but that's okay. We'll talk about it soon enough. My only other one that I've got is that an incredibly talented coworker made me a new letterhead that I'm very excited about. So I had basically the instructions that I had given her. She's the digital arts uh, teacher at our school. was that I wanted something simple that incorporated a pencil and a, and a fountain pen that didn't look like stuffy and overly formal. And I even specifically, we, we talked about zines because she had her like middle schoolers last year make zines. And it was just like, you know, cool thing. Or that was another, another thing we could sort of bond over. I was like, I wanted to be like zine-like, like seem like it was made in sort of a punk rock way like that. Mm-hmm. And so, and I didn't want it to be a traditional typeface. I wanted her to just kind of doodle something. And so she made this one. It's got my name and just a custom typeface or whatever you want to call it that she hand drew and then drew a pencil crossing a fountain pen on the back of it. And that's uh, cool. so, and in the, I've been secretive with you guys as we've been recording. And that's because I am writing you a letter while we're recording is the, oh. is the, is the gimmick of today. So I've got Johnny's is done. Yay. It's written. So that's why I've been, I've been cagey. So I'm writing you both a <laughs> sort of like slightly silly, slightly scattered because I'm also doing this and also just generally <laughs> a note of how I think you guys are super awesome. So that's what these, these letters are about. So I'm, I'm using it and I'm actually using it on, the uh, recommended paper that Johnny and I, that we all talked about on the last issue. I got my, my Southworth fine paper, Ooh. the 25. So it's, yeah. So I, I printed nice. off some of my, my brand new letterhead and I'm, I'm muting and scribbling off some letters <laughs> to you guys that I'm going to drop in the mail tomorrow <laughs> with some sweet Walt Whitman stamps on. So. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's nice. all I've got with, with no field notes. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we'll we'll move it over to Johnny for some some super duper 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 sad yeah I mean, but understandable news. I don't have a lot, but in case you live under a rock, um, CW Pencil Enterprise is closing soon, <laughs> and yeah, a lot of stuff is sold out. And they said that they're not going to restock most things, and basically, like when they don't have anything left to sell, they're going to have to close. So it could be sooner than November. So yeah. this is. It's sad. And there's an explanation up on their website if you're curious about, you know, why. Like, you know, nobody died or, you know, is going to jail or anything. But, you know. That, that we know of. Yeah. If you want to send them your tributes, them, I'm sure they'd be well received. And yeah, I don't want to talk about it that much. I'm sad. 
So related, Broken Pencil Magazine, the zine paper, reviewed two of my zines lately, and one of them was the one about depression. (laughs) So this is fitting. But yeah, I'm humble. And they hated it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be awesome. They're like, what, this what a fraud. This punk talking about depression. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm sure they were like, this, this zine is such a downer. How do we, <laughs> why can't you focus on something positive? It's a, it's a cool magazine. I'm like, I think I just like peaked. Yeah. So it's all down, it's all <laughs> yeah, down it's from awesome. here. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a super cool magazine and super cool website if you're yeah. zines at all. And I know They're the ones who, they're the ones who put on the Canzine Award, that um, yeah, that's, you know, like the best scenes that Plumbuggo won um, for issue three. Now they're they're separating them, and they're going to do the um, Zine Awards at their own separate like fancy oh. this year. Because oh, interesting, they got a lot more entries than usual. I'm like awesome. Yep. So yeah, that's that's super cool that they got so many. I mean, I can't. They have like two people, and God knows how many. That's got to be like exhausting but also so fun like what do you do i've read zines for the last three weeks also i'm tired that's all i got it's all sad (laughs) yeah (laughs) and yours is not so happy either mine is not all that that happy either something that i completely forgot to mention last time we recorded was about our friend of the show harry marks who is lives in new jersey in piscataway and during hurricane ida when it came through the the river, the river went into his basement and completely flooded, basically up to the top. I think he said at one point there was six feet of water down there. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's now they've started cleaning it out. It's been sitting for weeks, and he has lost many things, including most of his pencils and his large pen collection, and things like water heaters and family storage and things, things like that. Um, so I just want to encourage if uh, any listeners here have enjoyed harry's content or heard him on the show to uh, to consider donating to to kind of help him out a little bit there's a there's a gofundme which i'll link to in show notes where you can go and just give a little money and i know that so he writes for one of aaron monkey Mankey's podcasts uh, the cabinet of curiosities and aaron matched donations up to a certain amount so it had a nice nice kind of head start on it which is really cool tim you're coming through real loud I'm not doing anything. What, what Johnny, you, Johnny, you you're coming through real loud. Just I'm just sitting. A lot of, okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sitting with my hands. I was just sitting here. I don't know what's <laughs> weird. Okay. I wasn't writing this time. I was just sitting weird. here. Um, okay. I don't know what it was. I just, I just heard a lot of like kind of banging and. Banging? Or, you know, <laughs> like moving stuff around and sharpening and fiddling. Uh, okay. It's fine. Oh, I'm just here. Sorry, I just sit. I'll sit. I'll sit stiller. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't pull, know what to do. I pull the Catholic school and we we podcast and sit with my hands in my lap. <laughs> Folded. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe that's maybe it's come through on my end. That's really weird. Anyhow, so I'll get back to it. Hold on. 31. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to start that soon. Sorry. I was just like, I'm going to sneak this out before we get started. So, so yeah, if you can, can spare it a little bit, maybe... Maybe throw a little money toward the the Marks family on their GoFundMe, which we'll have it shown up. That is about all, I guess. Actually, you know what I'll mention is I have not really dug into it yet, but Johnny, you sent me, and I think I'm sure Tim too, just a nice sampler of some of your favorite papers. Oh, yeah. So I have those. I have not started playing around with them yet, but I have them in front of me, and they're just really lovely. So Southworth, that's the 
that's the name of the game, huh? Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize they're the same company as Nina, or I don't know how that works. One owns the other, they're owned by the same, you know, yeah. pencil same paper giant. Yeah. But it's easy to get. Both... I think they have it at Walmart. Hmm. And I know they have it at Staples. Which is yeah. cool. You can go try it out. You can rip the pack open and don't say anything. Take a pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just write Johnny's email address so they know <laughs> they know that you, you know you got permission. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that is uh that's it for fresh points um so yeah let's move into the the main topic it's uh, johnny put uh the name of this main topic is the most unwanted pencils i feel like i just want like to make a like an old west style poster of just like unwanted <gasps> oh Ooh, that's yeah. a good idea oh man these pencils <laughs> oh yeah so again tim tim asked us to kind of pick out our our least favorite pencils and asked us to identify them and you know, we each said, and then then he was like, "Okay, let's now use only those pencils for two weeks and just see how it goes and what's your experience." So, so I think first let's go around the room and talk about the pencil that you picked, and also what is it about it this pencil about this pencil that you don't like? So, <laughs> yeah. So, Tim, do you want to do you want to start us off since you're the one yeah. who uh, started this whole thing? Sure. Do we do we just talk about the one that we picked, or do we do the whole shebang, kind of like do the rundown of of, of the whole thing? Maybe maybe talk about maybe talk about what is it you picked and then also why it's bad. Okay. Why do you, yeah. what do you hate um, about this pencil? So I, so I, I was kind of choosing between three. So my, my options, which I think I mentioned two of these on the, the last episode, one was the Triconderoga, mm. the Dixon Triconderoga, which I know there are people who like it. And Andy, I think you, you like it. Uh, uh, yeah. More for just for but, like, just like, not even aesthetic, just like nostalgic purposes. Not really. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and it has <laughs> actually it has good. it has some stuff going for it. I mean, it's like that's almost why I ruled it out because it feels so nice. It's nice. It's got that sort of grippy matte finish or whatever you want to call it, and it's triangular and semi jumbo, which is cool. So it was almost like there's too much about it that I liked. So I ruled that one out. I didn't do that. I chose the, the next option was the Wopex, which I was going to use. And I'm not, just, I promise I'm not just saying this because Johnny's on here and I'm trying to bust his balls, <laughs> but I literally took it to work and I had a, a Amazon basics legal pad or whatever. And I just was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I had sharpened it, which I think it almost broke my electric sharpener, by the way. And cause it just stopped. I stuck it in and my pencil sharpener was just like, and like, wasn't, wasn't spinning, but I, I brought it in and I started writing and it was so, I, I hated it so much as soon as it hit the page that I was like, <laughs> can't do it and put it down, picked up something else. So I didn't do the whoop and I had the, my last choice, which is what I landed on. And I'm kind of glad I did. Cause I'm glad like one of us went this route. Cause I think we've got a good blend of choices Was I decided to try to use a store-bought pencil, like a not store bought that's stupid like a store brand, store <laughs> I was brand. Say, I don't know you get your pencils yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i find them in ditches which i probably could find <laughs> some of these in ditches but yeah so i i wanted to choose a store brand pencil so store bought of course they're all store bought but i a store brand pencil so i wanted to get something that was a generic like a what do you call them a white label pencil or a hmm. white label product something that a store is selling as their their house brand and the closest one I had access to was Target. So I went to Target a week or so ago, whatever that was, and I was headed to get a box of 24 up and up pencils uh, for $1.19. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do the math on that, but it's pretty cheap, pretty affordable, I'd say. And I came across some, I guess, some of the most satisfying 
symbolism in the wild that I've ever come across, which is that I, I went there, I found them on the bottom shelf. They're all stacked up. And I went and I looked at the, the first one I saw. It's a box of 24. And for some reason, there was like a two and a half inch screw just jammed into the middle of the box. Like, <laughs> and that's the box that I bought. So I still have that screw. It's in my car. Uh, sure, and I sure. sent you guys a picture so you can see the picture of it on, on Messenger. And I just thought that was wonderful. Merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> I just thought that was the most wonderful thing. And I, it was a sign that I made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> to buy yeah. these pencils are yes these pencils are screwed right from, <laughs> right from, right from the beginning right from the start yeah and uh, so i used it a lot too much it wasn't i would say that it wasn't as bad as i thought it is not wobbly or like warped or anything weird like that so it is it was relatively centered and these pencils have i don't know what kind of wood what is this is it some it's real wood though it's real wood I don't, yeah. Is it basswood? I don't. It doesn't say on there. It does say that it's FSC certified, which I thought was huh. funny and curious. So <laughs> don't know what to do with that, but it's a good thing. And it's that kind of wood that's sort of speckled when you sharpen it, where it looks like it's got a little like like a sort of dappled. Yeah. Oh. It actually looks kind of cool. So is I it, don't know. Is it Julatong? I've never heard that word before. So possibly <laughs> I'll say that possibly. And uh, I, I used it a lot. It writes nicer than I thought it would a little hard for my taste and it, and definitely is noisy. It's a noisy pencil. And I was, I was expecting it to break a lot as I was writing it. One thing is that it definitely, even the ones that were relatively centered, they sharpened kind of funny. A lot of the time, uh, a lot of like canoeing and just not sharpening straight and I started to go on this like rant in my my morning pages the other day <laughs> as I was writing with it. And I was just thinking about how abominations like this could probably like quantifiably be associated with the downfall of American education. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, think about it. So that is a letter to the editor right there. <laughs> so we've got these. So okay, we've got uh, European pencils. We've got like the you know the Faber Castells or whatever that are making these like pretty solid, you know, school pencils over there. We do have Ticonderoga yeah. here, but we know that those are super inconsistent. Over in Japan, it's like the sort of Oz of pencils. So these, I mean, I assume that they're all writing with you know, Kitabashi's over there or something. I don't know. But in here, our students are writing with this garbage <laughs> that's being donated to the school and they hate it and they're scratchy and they're ugly. And of course they hate it. And so they don't want to use them. And so they don't want to write. And so their handwriting goes to crap or it just, it just got me rolling, you know, it just got me like, yeah. got my brain revving where I was like, you could actually make an argument for why pieces of pieces of crap like this <laughs> are, <laughs> are part of the problem. I feel like we don't take... that, that, that meme of what's his name from it's always sunny in Philadelphia, just like in yeah. like doing this conspiracy theory. Pose. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. I don't know. I just, I started to feel the feels about it and started getting like yeah. kind of fired up because it's a, it's, it's kind of like our tattoos, you know, like the, 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 the idea of the, you know, we shape our tools and our tools in turn shape us. Well, what are these tools yeah. shaping? Right. Yeah. It's not like back in the day when school kids were writing with the so basic ass pencil that was just like the most basic thing, but it was also made of cedar and it was made in America. Right. I think there's something. Yeah. That, I think there's something that we need to get like a sociologist on or something to just talk to us. Seriously, about. that would be awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I just think it's like the, it's just when it's like being, it's the equivalent of like going to someone saying like, Oh, you like watching Tony Hawk, like replay or like watch Tony Hawk play or, or do the half pipe and the X games and all this stuff here. Here's a skateboard that we bought you at a gas station. <laughs> Go try to learn how to do that. You know, I think there's yeah. something there. So some some positives. I did say that the writing wasn't like horrible. I wouldn't choose to write with it, but I wouldn't be terribly disappointed. I do feel like I lucked out in choosing the target one. I feel like there are others that would have been a lot worse. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. So I'll I'll acknowledge that. One thing that I did actually really enjoy is that it has a bunch of like manufacturing imprint lingo on it. Hmm. That I almost wish was black, but it's just pressed on there. So this I mean it says target slash D eight one slash F one six nine zero six zero three one slash quarter two slash twenty one. It has like all this information on it, you know, which it kind of made me think like, that's what we've come to. We used to have all these like awesome inscriptions on pencils. And now this one's like, it's hidden on there, which I almost would have liked it to be black and like printed in black (laughs) just because, but I, I know I would be in the super minority with that. So, but yeah. That's, that's the one I chose. And I don't know if I had to rate it like zero out of 10, we'll say that a zero is a Wopex and a 10 <laughs> is like a, uh, I don't know. What would a 10 be? Not 10 like B. A, yeah. We'll, we'll like st- a Cedar point or a pal HB or something like that. Sure. Something like that. It would be like a three. Okay. Maybe it's generous. 2.5. Yeah. yeah. I feel better about that. <laughs> so cool. So that was mine. Okay. Johnny, how about yours? And I'll, and by the way, Tim, I'll have some follow-up questions for us all after we get through this. But oh, okay. I mean, uh, for now, can I? Sorry, I probably just... went on too far. Like, yeah, that's great. Can I use the F word? Well, I'll make you a typewriter uh, ballot later. So the Tombow twenty five fifty eight is a yellow pencil with a sort of the eraser. I mean, the ferrule sort of like this vermilion thing going on, and an ugly pink eraser, and like it's a total piece of effing poop. And I really hate this effer. <laughs> so the way that the pencil looks is, you know how Japanese pencils are often like just a little bit um, thicker than American and especially European pencils. So it looks yeah. like they did that. They took a ferrule that doesn't fit. And then the imprint looks like it was made for a smaller pencil. Also, it's really crammed on there and looks terrible. So, it looks like, you know, they, they made a giant manufacturing mistake and we're like, oh, okay, it fits better in the box. We'll just keep doing this forever. It's like, <laughs> and I've heard from many people that it doesn't sharpen well, like in anything. I usually use my electric sharpener, which will like take your finger and it paused with this pencil all the time. And I don't know what it is. I just hate it. It's, it writes like a piece of crap. It doesn't sharpen. It's ugly. Like the core is okay, but you know, it's a Japanese pencil and all Japanese pencils have pretty good cores. So yeah, it's just ugh, everything I hate about a pencil altogether, except that it's not scratchy, but I mean, it might as well be scratchy because I'm not going to write with it. So I actually, <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. I like left it on the dining room table and someone took it <laughs> and I'm not going to go look for it. So <laughs> I'm glad I, I apologize to whichever one of my kids got stuck with that thing. But yeah, yeah. It, uh, and you know, <laughs> the worst thing is like we were just saying before, this is not a cheap pencil and it's not like, yeah. you know, you can't go to Walgreens and buy them. 
you have to. My my joke was like only Johnny would pick a, you know, a dollar fifty Japanese Tombow pencil as his worst pencil. But I hate it. And I've, <laughs> you know, every once in a while I'll buy a couple. Of like you know, everybody raves about this pencil. Like just checking to make sure that I really just don't, or I'm not in the position where I have no effing idea what I'm talking about. I'm like no, it sucks. I think everyone else doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> This is so fun. I think like the 2558 and B is like one of my favorite pencils ever. I hate the B more than I hate HB. I think I've had it like on my top five list. This is like fascinating. This is like the rift in our our overlap. This is the one thing in our our Venn diagram that doesn't fit. Well, clearly Johnny is the outlier because he also really loves a Wopex. So So that's it. Like our our Venn diagram is just like a million things in the middle. Wopex on one side and the twenty five fifty eight on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't like the the HB. I like the B, but you like it. You hate it yeah. even more. That's bad. Yeah, cause, because I thought, oh, you know, this one will be so much smoother. It will be okay. That like all of the other things about this pencil that drive me nuts won't be such a big deal. Nope. It's just you know, hey, it's the HB, but it's smeary now. <laughs> so I think there's a two B, and like I'm not getting near it. Like no way in hell. And yeah, I. Like, for reference, I don't mind the up-and-up pencil as far as, you know, horrible store brand pencils go. I have one I found and used for a crossword puzzle lately. It wasn't terrible. Did it have a screw sticking out of it? No, it had no hardware in it at all. But it did <laughs> have a lot of weird, like, codes. You get your money back for that, man. <laughs> I, got, I got a free screw with mine. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. But, yeah, it's, it's appalling how crappy this pencil is. Yeah. I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was my pencil? So I'm trying to think of my history with this this pencil. So I feel like I first became aware of the big extra fun in the Target back to school section maybe maybe five years ago. Do you think that's maybe when it hit the hit the market around 2015? <laughs> okay, okay. I remember where I found it. It was a fun day, Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> extra fun day maybe. Yeah, so it's a it's it's a pencil that is very much marketed to kids. And I first time I saw it, I was like, I was so excited to see it. Like it it looks like a Yikes pencil. It has a brightly colored barrel. It has a brightly colored wood. Like the color of it, like the the wood inside the barrel is a contrasting color. And it has what's what's really interesting to me is it has a purple plastic ferrule. And you just don't see plastic ferrules much. And so I excitedly bought a pack. I don't even remember how much I spent on it. Like it was not that much. And I got it home and I wasn't, I feel like my expectations weren't that high because even though I really loved Yikes pencils, they didn't, they didn't write that well. They were fine, but they just weren't like super great performers. They just looked so cool. And so I got this home and I started sharpening up and like little warning bells went off in my head. And then I started writing with it and I... I'm not going to be uh, hyperbolic and say that I like threw up a little bit in my mouth, but that's kind of what I <laughs> mentally felt like I was doing. Um, it's it's something like it makes it has all of the worst qualities of Wopex without being as good quality as a Wopex is, if that makes any sense. Like it is clearly a plastic pencil. Like this this wood is is a very just like finely particulated sawdust that has been just like <laughs> re-congealed with something. And 
like a Wopex, it has that core that like the, the graphite is like, if, if, if that is your real name, if this really is graphite, the core has been treated with something to clearly get it to stick to the pencil, but it is as light and what am I trying to say? Like as light and gritty as it is to like rough as it is right to write with on a Wopex, like this is even worse. Like it's really bad to write with. It's really lightweight and it's bendy and the yeah. core is bendy. The core is bendy within the pencil. So when you're writing, you can feel like the core kind of like bending under your <laughs> your writing. And it's just it's not worth it. And it's just I just hate it for just like what it claims to be and then what it is. Like if anything, Tim, I think I think you're your theory about crappy pencils, like ruining the education system is probably true with this pencil. Yeah. No, the, the irony there is that it's aimed at the, it's like aimed at kids. It's yeah. like, you want to use it's, this? And it's like, no, this is terrible. This makes me hate writing. I mean, I, and also it's a French pencil. So I feel like the, like <sighs> sabotage, that's a French like, word. <laughs> sabotage <laughs> is a French word. <laughs> 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 are you seeing this? Have you seen this? I think we're off to something, guys. <laughs> so, I mean, I can only speak for my kids, but for what it's worth, all the kids that I know like freaking love those things. Because well, kids they are won't just break. generally idiots, though. So yeah, kid, I don't know how to tell you this. Kids, kids are, are kids are really dumb. I, mean, <laughs> I like the colors of the original ones, but then they put those striped ones out that are basically like white dirt catchers. I'm like, hey, here, kids, yeah. color with this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's it is it is good looking. I love that that plastic ferrule. I would love to see that on other things because it's pretty Agreed. durable. Oh, but it's just so bad to write with. So, and I yeah, I've been doing so for a week and a half or two weeks. Yeah. So Bic makes also the what do they call it? The Ecolution, and they call it the Evolution, depending where they sell it, which is yeah. like the same kind of concept, <laughs> but the quote unquote. <laughs> I'm making quote marks here. Wood is the color of wood. And they're they're green and they market it to adults and those are like decent like usable pencils. So I don't know what the deal Say is. Ev- evolution and ecolution is that what you said? Yeah, they used to call them the evo- the evolution, and I've seen them called ecolution. I I like the idea that they can't they they have to call it the ecolution in like the deep south because I was gonna say like the Bible get, Belt. Get, like they, <laughs> yeah, it's going to get triggered if like oh my god these pencils. Well, then they realize what eco <laughs> means and like oh no y'all. I'm sorry. I apologize to our Southern listeners. So it's, yeah. So the, I don't, I don't know, Bic, man. I love my, myself a bit crystal, bit click. These pencils just, are just so bad. Just stay in your lane, Bic. Just stay yeah, in your lane. <laughs> their mechanical pencils are cheap, but nice. And the graphite that comes, the graphite cores that come in those are nice, but like, it's just not at all. This, I don't think this is a, this isn't graphite <laughs> in the core of this pencil. Uh, so, Okay. So yeah, so we we've all written with these for the last last couple of weeks. How, Tim, how's it gone for you? How's did you get used to it? Has your opinion so, of this pencil changed over time? You talked a little bit yeah, about that. Yeah, I, I did a little bit, and I think that my so my original theory with this that I talked about in the last episode was that I wondered if spending a lot of time with a crappy pencil would <laughs> sort of change your perspective because basically be, being so spoiled by good stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. wondering if it was more just familiarity. Like you get so used to the good stuff. Now, if anything, I've doubled down in the opposite direction. Hence my, my new widely accepted conspiracy theory about, <laughs> about crappy pencils ruining the American education system by, uh, by the French, by the French, mostly 
Yes. Yeah. French. Yeah. <laughs> French. And then we'll, we'll throw some, we'll throw something at the, I think this was made in Indonesia. But, uh, oh yeah. Oh, the then, Indonesians then are out to get the us. Part, the part where it gets into your head though, is who told them to make these pencils? Americans. <laughs> yeah. Americans told those Indonesian people. So they're just, they're throwing them under the bus. I, I will say though, that overall, overall using this for over a week and a half, if I was to end up with one of these in my hand, I would not be as distraught as I thought I would be because it is familiarity does matter. I think Yeah. now if I've found a Wopex, I would probably find the closest incinerator or maybe take it to the school cafeteria and just drop it down a drain pipe or something. But <laughs> both of those things would destroy the planet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Talk the, about evolution. Tennessee used to be a beautiful state. Kids start getting drowsy in class. They're like, what's going on? <laughs> Don't fall like, asleep. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> asleep. It was a Dateline NBC year. It was traced yeah. back to a disgruntled English teacher, Mr. Tim <laughs> Waysom. And then I'm saying there, I'm like, no, the Germans, the Germans are coming after us with these Wopex pencils. <laughs> Underneath of it, don't um, listen to this man. <laughs> yeah, please do not listen to this man. So, so yeah, it, it, it I, I will say it did change. My opinion did okay. change using it over time, which yeah. I'm kind of pleasantly surprised by. But I, again, I, I think I lucked out by choosing Target because I think Target did a little bit of a better job with yeah. this little, little hexagonal stick of mind control and yeah. dumbing down. <laughs> And yeah. and getting free free hardware from the mix probably didn't. Hurt. The, yeah, man, it's a two. It's like a two and a half inch round topped screw. That I mean, who doesn't need yeah. one of those? Once you can do anything so. with that. Was yeah. there blood on it? <laughs> Not as much as you'd think. Yeah, but uh, extra value. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was bloodless. <laughs> it was blood free. Oh, good. That you know of. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the big extra blood. Yeah. I don't know. That was bad. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Uh, extra iron in your diet extra, <laughs> yeah i'm sorry johnny how about how about yours did your opinion change of uh, over time um it did because i would you know writing with it for a while like oh you know I, I, a whitish pencil with with core is cool and then every time i tried to sharpen it i would start cussing and i hate that thing even more because yeah. you can't sharpen it in this machine like it don't sharpen what good is it i wasn't even gonna you know break a knife blade off and send it into my eye trying to you know, knife this thing into a point. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, like it. The, you, I think people that like it for say that before when they haven't sharpened it in a while, and they sharpen it and throw it away, and they're like, I don't want to be negative, so they don't talk about it. That's yeah. my theory. Yeah, that makes sense. Incorrect. <laughs> False. <laughs> this is Dwight true. <laughs> Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which by I, I need to acknowledge this, by the way, just speaking of Dwight Schrute, but um, and I don't have it with me. I left it at work. But when my my coworker finished this letterhead and I didn't know that it had been finished, but when I got to work, there was a letter on my desk in my own letterhead that was dated <laughs> like December 2048. And it was this like it was a letter to me from my future self that was like an elaborate message about this like prince from this like certain like this African country who is like building this like super country or like, anyway, it was just like elaborate story about how, and then I had to like, I was going to be getting a text message today and whatever I do, just like, do not respond to this text message. (laughs) It was, it was well played, a well played deep office reference. And I was, I was very proud and very happy (laughs) about that. My own letterhead. 
Yeah. Try to pull out your stapler and it was, it was encased in jello. Yes. Yeah. That'll be tomorrow, <laughs> probably. Yeah. So I, I have been using this Big Extra Fun all week and I, I would have to say that my opinion of it has changed in that it got worse. I high five. I did. Yeah, I never really. I don't think I've ever really used one long enough to have needed to sharpen it. It. I'm honestly, if there's one good thing to say about it, it has good point retention because it's so kind of like hard and 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 firm and light. And so this one, I just sent you a messenger photo um, of me of my sharpening of this. And if you see, you know the the sort of like plastic wood part came off but then also there's a little tiny silver shaving underneath it which is just a solid shaving of graphite why does that core why does that gross me out <laughs> i don't know it's gross that's why like i i actually saw yeah. that i was like oh gross what is that like so unlike ooh, that's regular weird. graphite which just sort of like flakes off when you sharpen it this one stayed in sort of like the solid sheet so it is just as plasticky as the wood i was gonna say it that, that means there has to be some like plastic content to that Oh, it's got to be right. Like, I I've been looking online to see if there's anybody who's been reviewing like the chemical makeup of this, and I can't find anything. But yeah, it's just so bad. And so I've I've definitely been been using, I've been trying to stick with it and use this over the weekend. It's just been real hard. So poor me, poor me. Well, <laughs> where's Andy, my trophy? Andy, you're yeah. strong. And you are, you've done a, you've done a wonderful thing. <laughs> I'm strong enough and God on, dog on it. People, People like, like So, so last question, after this experiment was over and you went back to, to something else, how did it feel uh, to go back to a pencil you do like? Johnny, let's start with you. Okay. So for comparison in 2002, I was in Houston for a week and everywhere we went, they had burnt Starbucks coffee. And I, I'm at the end of Gen X. I like dark coffee. I like Starbucks, but it was so bad. And yeah. then we got home to Boston, which of course is a really nice place. And I could not stop drinking coffee. And every cup I had made me so happy. So that's how I feel now when I use anything that's not this crappy pencil. Oh. I'm just like, mm. this feels so good. And using anything after this was fantastic. Yeah. Like I usually don't use pencil for my morning pages. And this morning I picked up the baseball pencil and just like wore it down three times. Like this feels great. It's <laughs> awesome. And it's sharpened. Yeah. A plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tim, how about you? Yeah. I mean, it definitely felt good to switch back. I had zero feelings of, I'll get back to that later. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I'll use this later. That is not a thing. But what I, what I, what I switched to was kind of like so far in the other direction but it was so pleasing and wonderful to have it like nearby today. I have uh, the pencil extender that Ali Sarah makes and sells on his Etsy page. The Ernest Theodore. What's the name of his his uh, Etsy page? Is that is that right? I think it's Ernest Theodore. Ernest, Ernest Theodore. Yeah. So he made this, yeah. which is like uh, this. Uh, cool thing where he takes a black wing ferrule and attaches it to a portion of a pencil extender. And so I've been yeah. in my pocket. I had that with a stub from a volume four black wing. Ooh, nice. And it has just been wonderful. So mine has a silver connector, a black ferrule, and I have the gray eraser from the, I'm forgetting the number now, but it was the, the comic book edition that just recently came out for black. Oh yeah. Yep. And it was, I mean, it was wonderful to switch from something so scratchy and so kind of inconsistent to something that's just like buttery smooth and has that great texture on the outside of it was 
it was really delightful and made me appreciate it even more and made me really want to use it down to the smallest stub possible. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so that, that's yeah. a, that's a win there, you know, it yeah. made, made me appreciate the 200 black wings. I have two feet from my head right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, my, this, this big extra fun made me just appreciate just pencils made out of actual graphite. Like it was, <laughs> I picked, I picked up my, my golden bear after this, which is not known for being like particularly like dark and smooth. And it just felt like I was just using a black crayon or something. It was felt, just like, so, <laughs> felt like, like yeah. a 10D Tombow, like, yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah. this is so nice. So <laughs> it's it, luxurious. It yeah. If I went straight from this to like a Blackwing MMX or a, I don't know, like a like a piece of charcoal or something. <laughs> Too much. I've gone into sensory overload, but I yeah, I definitely it definitely made me absolutely appreciate, you know, the the other pencils that I do have. So it was a it was a good worth worthwhile exercise, Tim. So thank you for that. That was actually my next question. It was like, of, was this yeah. was this just misery, or was did you find any sort of like value in in making the? Attempt? It just helped. It just helps you appreciate, you know, like you said, the things that you have. So I think I think it was worthwhile. It's a okay. it's an exercise in just like mindfulness and thankfulness. So uh, all of you, <laughs> Johnny's yeah. like, no, this no. may be more thankful uh, for yeah. Andy. My dollar seventy five pencil that I used, <laughs> I used I used one pencil that cost more than the twenty four that Tim bought. I mean, minus the You're the right. bonus minus the bonus screw, but still. But still. Right. <laughs> no, this this made me appreciate when Andy has an idea. I'm just kidding. I love it. No, no it, was, it was it was good because I'd been I'd been slipping away from using a lot of pencils quite as much lately. You know, using a lot of fountain pens and using a crappy pencil, and then going back to a really nice pencil, sort of like ooh, now I feel a little more energized for some pencil action. So yeah. in that way, definitely, definitely good. Yes, and I love you very much, Tim. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. That's cool. uh, well, anything else we should talk about about this before we wrap up? I Let's think we should a... forget that it ever happened. I think we should yeah. wait a while before we do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other the other option is that we need to do the opposite or the other version, right? So only use the the best, most fantastic pencils. Yeah. So we we both we all write with nothing but a an original Blackwing six hundred two. For for an yeah. entire week. This is where I would do something that costs like a quarter. Because like this is so great. <laughs> and you're like, no, give me that up and up. Up and up, Chuck. Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> no. American Naturals. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna write a poem <laughs> about that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thanks for thanks for the suggestion, Tim. I thought it was a worthwhile yeah, endeavor. This was fun. And yeah, and I yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. So where where Tim can people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Awesome. Johnny. You can find me at PencilRevolution.com and on social media at Pencilution. Ooh. And I am on Twitter and Instagram as at AWellFleet, and my website is Andy.WTF. So we are the Erasable Podcast. We are at erasable.us on the web. If you want to find this episode, um, show notes, I wrote a link to the recording, and eventually a transcript, go to erasable.us slash 170. You can interact with our big, friendly community of people at our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. 
where you can find our social media presence, which we are extremely good about updating <laughs> at, at Erasable Podcasts, kind of all over the place on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have a Patreon, and this kind of keeps us, uh, we have a bunch of supporters that kind of keep us in business. They keep us in pencils. Uh, they keep us in, you know, the screws that we have to buy that don't come included in our pencils <laughs> and, uh, and, and on the web. And we would appreciate it if you would give us a check us out there we have a lot of lot of cool stuff that happens there johnny is kind enough to put together a quarterly zine called disposable that is actually going to be going out soon so if you are listening to this and you become a member at five dollars a month more you will you will be able to get get a hold of this zine and uh, meanwhile we have a bunch of patrons at the ten dollar a month level that i would love to to thank so i will go through them right now that is david johnson phil munson nate raybeck Donnie Pierce, Bill Black, Miriam Burkout, Diana Oakley, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Kyle, Paul Moorhead, Andrew Squish, Ali Sarah, Jamelia, Stephen Fansali, Aaron Willard, KP, Millie Blackwell, Chris L., Hunter McCain, Bob Ostwald, Michael Dialosa, Jacqueline Myers, Tana Feliz, and Sipe. Joe Crace, Measure Twice, Michael Hagen, Chris Meskitz, Bill Clow, Random Thinks, Jason Dill, Dave McDonald, Mary Collis, Alex Jonathan Brown, Andre Prevost, Kathleen Rogers, Bobby Letzinger, Fourth Letter, Kelton Weens, Scott Hayes, Hans Nittleman, Jay Newton, Dave Tubman, Chris Jones, and John Wood. Wow, guys. Wow. This is a quite, a, quite a lineup. So thank you so much for your support. And we will check you all out in a few weeks. Do you like our podcast? Most people like our podcast. But if you don't like our podcast, David will turn it off. <laughs>